dimensions. Because oh, the, the square footage and the acreage is almost irrelevant. The dimensions actually are more important um, to a builder than the actual size of the lot. Um, and so dimensions is huge. When you're marketing land, you could, you could not have square feeted, square footage or acreage and only have the dimensions and that's all the builders care about. Welcome to another episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. I am Aisham Hipsher, and I'm joined by my main man, Tanner Santucci. What's up, dude? What up, man? And we're right next to each other. You're not fine. This is there cool. We know, so I live in Alaska. Tanner's in Oklahoma, and our market is in Florida. So we, uh, we rarely get the opportunity to sit next to each other and do a podcast. But guys, if you're watching the episode, obviously, we're not in studio. Uh, we're, we're actually uh, in, in an Airbnb uh, we're down in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida right now uh, with the team for uh, the weekend and part of the week, just meeting with builders and, and title company. We got a meeting with the CEO of our title company. Uh, closing tomorrow. a deal. Closing a deal. Yes, we're closing a deal. And uh, we're pretty excited about this one because we, uh, it, it's, a, it's a good deal so much so that we're, we're bringing a bottle of bourbon uh, to, the, to the closing table. So that's going to be fun. But nonetheless, uh, we're here and we were thinking, you know, instead of just kind of doing a normal podcast interview, uh, you know, where we dive deep into the minds of other successful, you know, real estate entrepreneurs, we figured we'd be a little selfish. You know, we're, we're, we're in the land zone. If you guys don't know, Tanner, Tanner and I are company on wine investments. We do land. Um, but we wanted to help you guys that come across land deals know what to do with those. Because we get a lot of land deals sent our way, and a lot of them we, we really can't do anything with. And so instead of just kind of individually talking with each person, we figured we'd record a quick podcast episode and kind of give you guys some of the nuts and bolts of what to look for when a land deal comes across your way. Uh, and if, it, if it's a great deal, then you'll be able to quickly know and move it either to us or whoever you know that does land in your market. And so uh, with that being said, Guys, when it comes to land, there, there's a few different kind of types of, of vacant land, if you will. You know, you've got raw land or excuse me, not raw land, rural land, which is the stuff that's out in the countries, probably next to some, you know, cow pasture or something like that, um, which is very sellable. People, people buy all kinds of land for all kinds of different reasons. Um, so you've got rural, um, you've got, uh, you know, uh, infill lots. Um, infill lots are where we reside like let, we're going to keep this conversation in infill lots so it's probably something you've heard of and if not no big deal an infill lot is basically you've probably seen them in your neighborhood or in your communities it's where you've got a house and a house and no house in between where a house could be built that's an infill lot right so it's an opportunity for you to come into a neighborhood and build up uh, go vertical, if you will, uh, on a lot that that's in an existing neighborhood. So that's infill lots. That's primarily where where we kind of reside. Uh, there's commercial stuff. There's residential stuff. But we we won't get in the weeds of that. Obviously, I think you guys know the difference by now. Um, but here's the thing: a, a huge portion of deals that get thrown our way, we can't really do anything with, and it's only because that you know the the, the uh, real estate investor, the wholesaler wasn't sure you know they just they saw an opportunity they knew we did land so they just you know they, they threw it our way and so one of the things uh 
in our business, I, I mostly run the acquisition side uh, of, our, of our team. Tanner handles the dispo side. And so I'm going to speak to you guys from kind of an acquisition standpoint. And Tanner's going to jump in and talk about from, the, from our builders and our buyers and developers perspective, what it is that they actually want in a lot. Um, and so real quickly, guys, when you're sending a deal to a, you know, a land guy, a land dispo person or another investor, um, send us more than just the address. Please. You know? <laughs> try, try and get more info. And I, I, I get it because when we started, we, we didn't know what else to ask for. We're like, here's an address, maybe a parcel ID or something like that. Um, and so try and get as much information as you can uh, from that land owner. Um, and hopefully you're direct on, you know, on this, on this contract, because it gets really messy with land if you're not direct. Um, if the person that you're talking to is direct, meaning that they're under contract, that's, that's the party who's under contract. We can work with that. You know, there's not too many, you know, people, uh, in the deal, but it's just easier on the land side to have direct communication with the land seller. And the easiest way to do that, obviously, is for you to be direct on the land deal. And so if you happen to go under contract uh, on a land deal or you know someone who is under contract, um, here's some of the stuff to consider and to look out for. And so I can give you guys a list of, of, of things and it gets it gets crazy. It gets really deep. But I want you guys to let us handle that. Let us handle the, the, the crazy land stuff. Um, but on the surface, you guys should have some basic education in terms of what to what to ask the seller, you know, if you do come across a land deal. So, Tanner, what's what's some of the stuff that you see um, maybe that that uh, that well, let me ask you, what's what's some of the stuff that you'd like to see um, given to you, you know, from the, uh, the the acquisition wholesaler you know, on this land deal? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for sure is please have the price that you're asking. Um, that seems like a very basic thing, but that we get sent a lot of deals where there's no price and it's hard for me to work off of that. Um, and then the other, obviously the, the, there's a few key things. One being, if anything, the zoning, um, it's always nice to know ahead of time um, what the zoning is. Uh, you know, uh, utilities is, utilities is the biggest thing in land because uh, that's where the real money um, that builders expenses, that's where stuff really can add up. Um, and we could make a whole nother episode just on utilities about what to look for, so, but um, utilities. So when you're going to the seller asking for, you know, um, asking questions about the, the dirt or the lot or the parcel, whatever it may be, um, does that lot have a septic tank or is that lot connected to city sewer? That's the difference between those two. Um, the reason being is septic tanks tend to be a lot more expensive um, and builders don't want really to build with a septic tank because um, there's a, a lot more intricate stuff that has to go on. Um, but it, uh, want to ask the seller, hey, is city water available? Is city sewer available? If there is a septic tank on the lot, how old is that septic tank? Is that septic tank concrete or what's the other one? Why am I drawing a blank? Steel. Steel. Thank you. Well, I can never remember that. Steel. <laughs> um, you know, and then, uh, wow, I'm drawing so no, no, many you're, blanks. You're good because there, there's so much stuff. I will say this, guys. Keep it simple. If, you know, <laughs> get a price, definitely get an address, get the price, and find out about the utilities on the lot. Ask the seller, hey, what kind of utilities are on the lot or available on the lot? Is there city sewer? Is there a sewer that we can connect to? Or is it on septic right now? What's the water situation? Is there a water meter there? 
Um, is there water available? And so the utilities are really, really helpful because they can really help determine the value of that lot. I mean, we can, if all this stuff is available on the lot already, then we can increase our offer significantly. Now, here's the difference. I'm sure you, you know, you guys live in neighborhoods. Um, and so the utilities that are in your house are tapped into a main line somewhere. Right. Yep. Um, and so some some utilities are on the lot, meaning they've been brought onto the lot. They're not just floating out in the middle of the street. They're actually connected to the lot. Um, so that's good to know. If, if the seller knows, yes, there are utilities on the lot. OK, great. What kind of utilities are there? Is it septic or is it sewer? Uh, we got septic on the lot. OK, great. We got septic. How old is that septic tank? Do you know? Oh, you know, it's 10 years, 15 years. If they don't know, no big deal. We know that it has septic. Uh, or if they say, oh, I think there's sewer available. Okay, it's available, meaning that's probably in the street. Um, is, it, is it connected to the lot? Do you know? Whether they know or not, it's no big deal. It's, it's just getting as much information as you can. If that seller doesn't know anything, that's fine. But at least ask. At least try and, try and get as much information as possible. But we definitely need an address. Uh, and a, a parcel ID would be helpful or APN. There's all kinds of other words for it. Um, and then the utility situation. Um, you guys, I don't want you to worry too much about the zoning, uh, wetlands or any of that stuff. There's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. You can let us handle that. We'll, we'll definitely take that on or whoever it is that you're looking at. Dimensions, dimensions. Oh, good Because the, the, the square footage and the acreage is almost irrelevant. The dimensions actually are more important um, to a builder than the actual size of the lot. Um, and so dimensions is huge. When you're marketing land, you could, you could not have square feeted, square footage or acreage and only have the dimensions and that's all the builders care about. Tanner, is there a, is there a, like a minimum or a maximum size lot that, that we look for? Yeah, so that's why the zoning is important though, uh, because that saves the, our time essentially. Um, so every zoning is gonna have different dimensions and different, regulations and requirements so like in our market you know an r1 lot you know minimum of 50 feet of frontage um, and that's just the width or that's the width of the front of the lot where the home would be built um, and so say that lot is a zoned r1 but has 40 feet of frontage that lot may look perfect in a neighborhood for a home but it can't be built on because it doesn't meet the requirements of that amount of frontage Right. Um, and so there's not really an ideal amount, but that's why in my head zoning is important. So if you can put zoning and the dimensions together, instantly you can rule out a lot or move it to the next step of underwriting. How do they get the zoning information? Yeah, good question. So you go to, you literally could Google um, whatever your market is, say it's Nashville, um, zoning map Nashville or zoning map Nashville zip code. And usually you can go to your GIS map. So you'll Google or Google Nashville GIS map. And it's going to pull up a big map of all of Nashville. And there's usually a little search bar right when you click on it. And boom, you put in your address, your APN number, and it's going to take you straight to your lot. And then there's usually a legend. And just like any other map, it has a bunch of check marks. You click, it says zoning, you click zoning. It's going to color code the GIS map and tell you exactly what it's zoned. If you, because uh, if you can't figure out the zoning, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Um, but it, it is helpful to know because you we're professionals, right? Like we 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 want to know. Uh, we want to understand our craft. We we don't want to just send the deal to someone being clueless about what it is that we're sending them. So um, you know, 
I, I know I like to be knowledgeable uh, in the area that, that I'm working in, especially if, if it's deal related. If I'm going to send the deal to someone, I kind of want to know a little bit about the deal. And so uh, zoning is definitely helpful for us. Now, what about the size of the lot? Tanner? Is, is there a lot that's too big? Yes. Yeah, so, well, for us, so like we don't look for lots over an acre. Um, reason being is when you get to over an acre lots, now, sure, there could be subdivide plays in. But for the most part, an infill lots where we go after you're not finding an infill lot that's an acre um, or bigger, I should say. And so the reason um, I, we just don't go over an acre because we found not to be a lot of value for the, our buyers and our builders. Um, they're niche, we're niche. We found it to work best for us to stay one acre or less. Um, so if you guys come across anything over an acre, like we've had people send us deals at like hundred acres and literally nowhere in Florida. I'm like, guys, like, I love you, but I, <laughs> I, I, there's nothing you can do with this, can't this lot that, yeah. or parcel. I can't even call it a lot plot of land. And so um, for us, yes, there is too big of a lot and it's anything over an acre. So if you send us anything, please just make sure it's under an acre. Uh, if not, I, we're most likely going to rule it out. It's nothing against you, anyone personally. It's just our business model. It's what works for us. And so anything under an acre. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, land, land is, land's wild. Land's weird. It really is. There's, there's so many different people out that, that, that do land and they do it in the a ton of different ways. There are guys who look for the rural stuff. There's there's guys who look for the big acreage. They really do. Um, they've got big uh, commercial clients, commercial developers that are looking for acreage. Um, and it's tough. You know, it's tough to get into the weeds and think, oh, man, is this a deal? Is this not a deal? And that's why I'm just I'm encouraging everyone. If you come across a land deal, number one, if you don't know anyone that does land, just kind of move on. If you do know someone that does land, find out what their builders and their buyers are wanting and then just feed them those types of land deals when you get them. Us, we look for infill lots. We look for lots that we can sell to our builders who can then build a house on it. Right? You know, they, they can go vertical on it. Um, and so we obviously can't build, we don't want to build a house on 150 acres. Um, and if any of you are like me and had no clue how big an acre is, <laughs> I had a, a year ago, I was like, what's an acre? I, I knew when someone said I got an acre of land and they were impressed by it. It's like, oh, that must be a lot of land. Um, I'll say this. A half acre of land is a pretty big, pretty big yard, like pretty big yard. Most people, mo most, most, you know, normal, I hate to say normal. That's kind of a bad word to use. Most average residential properties are about a quarter acre of land. So just think about your house, the normal front yard, normal backyard, fence on the side. It's about a quarter acre, you know, of lot. So anything more than an acre should probably pass on from, from at least sending our way. Um, but to, to other people, if you know people that do land in your market and go out there and on, on Facebook pages, on investor communities and ask people, hey, who, the, the, is there anyone who works with builders for land? And just kind of find out their builder's buy box. The same thing we do, you know, on the, on the residential real estate side. So I think that's enough information for now. Um, We've, we're we're going to go enjoy some some 30A festivities. T Tanner, is there anything else you wanted to uh, to go over? Anything you think we left out? Um, no, I mean, just keep it, like I should say, keep it really simple and, and basic. Um, like what in most of our market now, I don't want to speak too much about our market just because it gets really funky. Um, if, <laughs> if you're familiar with our market, you know. But if you're, if you're not, people get so confused because... But just know in most areas of Florida specifically, I can't speak for everywhere, but most areas of Florida right now, buyers, builders are actually going to be buying lots around 10% of ARV. 
uh, for ho homes that are selling 600,000 really or less. Um, so if you if you're in a market where a lot of homes, you know, new constructions are selling for 300 to 400,000, just know you're most likely going to need to be around 30, 30 the buyers are going to want to buy it between 30 to 40,000. Um, so that's just the easiest blueprint where you can start going to work. That's beautiful. Um, and the, the last thing I'll say is we we specifically don't comp land deals or lots based on other land deals. Um, that's another big thing. I see that happen Huge. all the time. Is everyone just looks at sold lots and it's like, oh, yep, that one. It's the highest price. Let's go with that one. Um, but the tricky part with land is, one, you don't know who actually bought that lot. Sure, you can go look at it or look at the, who actually is on the deed. But you really don't know if that's a builder or an end user. Why is that important? Because builders buy lots way cheaper than someone that's going to buy the lot and then go to a company to build their dream home on it. Yeah. Those people don't care what they pay for the lot. So they're going to way overpay what market value is to what a builder is going to pay. So know your builders, know what their price per square foot is. And trust me, guys, since I'll be the first to say builders are willing to talk to you. Here don't don't think like some of our best relationships are with builders right now, like best like friends, like going to lunch with them and doing things like they want to talk to you and they're hungry for land. So go talk to builders, go ask what their price per square foot is of their build. They'll tell you, they'll, they'll talk to you. Tell them you're a wholesaler. Trust me, they'll jump up and joy and smile, be happy, say thank you. So go talk to builders and go kill it. Absolutely. And I just got to throw a little shameless plug out there. If you do happen to come across an infill lot and it's in Northwest Florida, it's pretty much our market from Pensacola to Panama City. Send it our way. Uh, we, we'd, be, we'd be happy to take a look at it and get back to you. You can send it to deals at unwindinvestments.com. Guys, that's a wrap for this episode. Stick around. Next week, we have a banger. Like, for real. This is, this is one that I'm pretty stoked about. It was a tough get. It was a tough get. But it's going to be an incredible episode, and we're really looking forward to it. So, guys, again, just like normal, go out there. Crush it. Make it happen. Stay consistent. Feed your mind good stuff. Remember, garbage in, garbage out. Stay away from the negative. Keep feeding your brain positivity. Keep surrounding yourself by like-minded people. And we'll have you in the seat for the next episode. We'll see you next time, guys. Peace. What up, Elite fan? That's a wrap for today's episode. But look, if you got value out of the show today, do us a huge favor and give us a review or give us a like or subscribe. Do all the things to help us get the word out there. And look, we want to see you on the next show. So get out there and crush it, make it happen. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.